For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America, this is Old School. Sponsored by the Mercado by Certified Piedmontese. Broadcasting veteran Derek Pearson. When you find something that moves them, that makes them smile, celebrate it. That's your task, that's your superpower. Nebraska Football Hall of Famer Jay Foreman. Rifles a pass, it was tipped, it's picked off by Foreman. He's at the 15, 10, 5, he'll score! On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Oh, man, that'd be great. That is so good. I'm tight, Jake. Anyway, That is so good. This is Old School, brought to you by the Mercado, certified P-by-T's, special grades of Butcher Shop. Jay Foreman, DP, Austin to my right on the ones and twos. Um, Michigan State just putting a bow on it. I think the biggest thing, I think offensively, you know, one thing is, is that when you watch it, right, it's like the easy, the easy thing, again, is look at the turnovers. But there's like the schematics and what they were trying to do where they had to be creative based on like injuries, you know, um, there were some things that could have been had probably a lot of, you know, and sometimes when you got, again, you go from, I mean, I mean, I, I can just reference myself, forget the, the team. <laughs> I remember I used to get in the game, Austin and DP and like, you know, like we'd either be beating somebody at Buffalo or I would get in the game with somebody, you know, like I in one game in particular, Against Tampa, Sam Coward got cheap shotted, so he was out, right? Well, then I go in there. I'm cleaning up. You know what I'm saying? They don't know who I am. They, they're they're finding on, out in real time. Yeah, but I'm on the I'm on the like the depth chart, but I ain't played. You know, so I'm in there just doing work. Well, they must have went into halftime, and they ran like a little counter, and they had ran the counter like it was an inside counter, right? Well, they was like, oh, this dude's hitting it too much down here. We're going to just bounce this bad boy back to the backside A-gap. Well, guess who was supposed to be in that backside A-gap? Jay Foreman? Yours truly. And guess who hit that thing? Warwick Dunn. And just pranced up in there. And so it's an adjustment, you know, when you when you do it. And so I think they're just constantly, you know, trying to figure it out. I think that uh, – you know, with this game here, I think is the the intention is just got to just be upped a little bit. And the intention is how you just approach everything you do from when the week starts. And I think they, you know, if, if for not having, say, like one bell cow that they kind of is the voice of the team, I think they got a few. And so they'll just have to, like, lean on those guys to understand that, yeah, we were close on, you know, our worst game or not our worst game, but a game where our performance wasn't up to our standard. We still had a shot. Now we got to take it out of the ref's hands 
and and solely in our hands. And that's the biggest difference when you look at say like all the other games, excluding Michigan, obviously. Whereas Nebraska, when they were winning, a lot of it was out of the refs' hands. You, you know, Minnesota was definitely. I mean, Anthony Grant it was like he scored. I don't see how he didn't score. Uh, and then you get in there, and sometimes what people also need to understand is like, if you don't get a good crew that's really really trying to do their best job, then you know you'll get some. You know, take the touchdown out of it, right? That's subjective, right? That's what somebody saw in the booth overriding his boss. So that takes some cojones. Meaning, Dean Blandino is paid by the Big Ten to oversee all the rest and the replay rest. He said he knows what he's talking about because he, he said it wasn't a touchdown. Well, this guy made it. Okay, that's fine. If you want to know the, the biggest thing of the rest, it was on the face mask on Heinrich Harburg, right? So he got face masks, and I think it ended up being a sack or something like that. So he just grabbed his face mask. He's like, he grabbed my face mask. I saw it on the TV. Ref, ref said he didn't grab it. Well, the replay showed not only did he grab it, the helmet was over here. It's like you're – And it was right in front of the official. Right. That, Literally, that, I posted a video, uh, the clip of the official yeah. looking at the face mask. And it's, but that's the thing. Here's the thing. It, it's one thing I to get a little bit of like leeway if somebody was blocking your view, right? That's your call. You actually were in good position, and you missed the call. Now, now there's plenty of examples on college football from lower levels, Division three, all the way up to Power Five. If you graze a quarterback face mask, it's 15 yards. If you just, I mean, they're, they're so how are you missing it when that's a point of emphasis, right? So when that's where you understand where you have to really kind of really focus in and take it out of their hands, is you almost got to play twice as good, and um, and that's just where that's part of the dynamics as well. So you know, it's it's some crucial non calls. The Malachi Coleman catches the ball two yard and a half in front of the first down thing, and you marked him a yard and a half behind. The clock's running. That's 12, 15 seconds of crucial time because everybody thought it was the first down, and it's not. Um, the pass interference on him. I never. I mean, I, the, you still can't. I, you still can't convince me hitting somebody in the act of trying to catch the ball is not pass interference. You're hitting them and then acting like you're trying to defend. But he he just ran right through him though. Like it, it yeah. wasn't. Well, it, it, it could wasn't be defense. It could be defenseless. Uh, you know, you hit a defenseless opponent. It could be pass interference. It could be all of the above. It couldn't be targeting because I don't think he launched himself. So it was an interesting game. Um, so I think they just got to hone in on what they do well and then make sure that everybody's pulling the pulling the weight. You know, and fortunately for them, they never really had it to where they came out that flat in all three areas. And they weren't, like, completely flat. They looked they, – the, the perception is you were flat because of the ramifications of the game. Yeah, I, 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 I just at this point in the season, what I would hope is that there are there's more knowledge and awareness of the offensive pass plays that are they consistently win on. Yeah, like just and and then the ability to copy success with it, right in the run game that that you have four plays that are explosive plays, and you don't go back to them and you don't feed the offensive linemen's egos, right, which they need. They need. When you're meat grinding as an offensive lineman, you start getting your feelings and you get good. 
I'm not going to ask you to then become a dancing polar bear yeah. for the next four plays. It takes yeah. you out of your rhythm. It takes like I, I didn't understand why they just don't have. How is it possible that you don't have your top two receivers, Malachi Coleman and Alex Bulk, had 15 targets. You completed five. To tell me that you can't find something in your system that is an easy catch and throw, easy, easily winnable route run, yeah. and then an easy throw to completion. I would take eight of those four-yard progressions rather than you trying to extend this to eight yards to 12 and then be unsuccessful. Yeah. That's what I, I – that bothers me quite a bit. It's a little tough because, you know, Michigan State was gambling. Like, the, like – they had nothing to lose. So they up there, they're playing man-to-man. They're run blitzing. They're coming downhill. They have no regard for what happens to them. So they can, they, you know, so essentially they're playing like that against Nebraska. And so you, you could really throw pass interference 60% of the time against them. Obviously, this this crew, this referee crew didn't. So then it's like, okay, here's an analogy. Like, you, know, you guys all know that everybody's coached basketball. If you have a crew, that a referee crew, that doesn't get control of the game. By the third quarter, the game's out of control from a physicality over, standpoint. Right, over, right. You know, if you're, you know, oh, one, you're calling hand checks at one end of the court, not on the other end of the court. That affects a team that actually is, is trying to play real football and be clean. I think that had a lot to do with it. Philosophy wise, you know, they 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 actually had times to run the ball, not at will, but they was they they blocked pretty well. I think they probably maybe missed some holes, but. You know, ultimately, um, the the flow of continuity between all three phases w- was the only game that it really wasn't off, and they just learned that they this this game was the infor- unfortunate part about football, which is which some which makes it different than any other sport. Because if you're in the middle of a basketball season, say that you say you're you know like Kansas or something, and you're twenty and one, and Who's an average Big Twelve team that would come in there, or just say let's go Big Ten? Just say you're Michigan State. You're twenty and two, or like no, you're probably like say like twelve and one, right? So you're on a pretty good run. And Minnesota or Nebraska rolls up there on a like a Wednesday eight o'clock kick or tip off. You know, probably you know thinking about finals and not you know whatever, and you get mollywhopped by the Huskers or somebody like that team that. Or you don't really expect to lose to basketball. You got twenty more games. Football is so much different than any other sport because you only got twelve of these bad boys. That's why when you go, when teams go undefeated and win on like a consistent basis, because there's so many like dynamics that go into wins and losses before you even kick off the game. Time of the game, mindset. Are you sick? Do you have school stuff? You know, there's always. Those factors go into they go into every sport, but when you only have twelve games, the 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 pressure is heightened, and that's the that's the thing about football that's so unique, so great, but also can be so so like you know devastating if you don't answer the bell, and plus it's a gladiator sport and all type of stuff, so. And you just and also those guys, you know, I mean, heck, we played Oklahoma State one year down in the kickoff thing. They came out with a new offense, new defense. We didn't know what the heck was going on. I remember Coach McBride said, "Who's blocking you?" I said, "Everybody." Everybody, everybody got a piece. I said, "The center's blocking me, the tackles blocking me, and the tight end was getting a piece too." 
Well, until we got into halftime, we didn't know what to do. The, now, the remedy was we had to take out a linebacker or a safety and put in an extra defensive lineman and kind of go into a 46 front, but we went into like an old school 50 front. But if we weren't able to do that, we would have been, we would have rolled back from Kansas because we played out in Kansas City. That would have been a long ride back, you know, a long three, I don't know, three and a half hours back. So we were able to pull it out. That's And we looked flat. Now, we played hard, but we looked flat. They had a whole new defense, and that was, I think, Rex Ryan was a uh, – Rob and Rex Ryan were on the staff and stuff. So they had a good staff down there, and they were digging off in us. And uh, we were able to play steady and then end up winning. So I've been in those situations where it's not looking good. What do you do – what do you – what's – I guess the, I guess the question is how many games into the Matt Rule era before they're able to have enough stuff installed that they can adjust on the fly, right? That they can make yeah. the, make the what? kind of adjustments that that it took an elite team a half yeah. to do that you may not be able to do yeah. that. You may not have the personnel to do it. You may not have the talent to do it. And at some point, the coaches have to be able to pull the trigger. But how long does it take before you can actually move? For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. Defense safe from in the three three five. Yeah. Well, they've done, they've done it. They just yeah. you know, I mean, really, this game just comes down to there's. Unfortunately, it just came out flat. If they would have played Michigan State the next day, they might have been not flat. If they played Michigan State on Friday, they might not have been flat. It just so happens when the world, I would say, the football guys decide to wake up, they just tapped you with the shoulder and said, "Listen, you little Huskers, you guys are gonna come out flat now." And that's, that's diet. That could be diet. That could be. It could just be just. Yeah. You know. I mean, it's no different. You know, I always tell people there was a game. I mean, because I always tried to prepare the same way, have consistency. Did everything I needed to do and just went out there in a game and played like straight booty. Mm-hmm. There was nothing there. I mean, no matter what. No matter, <laughs> I mean, just, you know, you're about to make an easy tackle slip or somebody knocks you off. It just was one of those days where you just play like butt and, uh, you know, just a little off. And so what they need to do is just get back to work and get back to what was working. And then, you know, this game, that game is over. You can't change it. You just got to learn from it and look at what they could do it against Maryland. I think Maryland, they have an experienced quarterback, um, throw the ball around. And if you just eliminate the explosive plays and make them play pitch and catch in front of you, obviously you're going to be guarding a man to man. You'll be just fine. You know, if you give them and let them get in rhythm. The one thing about Maryland that, that you have to be aware of is if they can get going, then it's a ton of plays and they try to get you just on your heels and then next thing you know, field goal unit's coming out. He's thrown for 21 touchdowns. <laughs> think of has, has thrown for 21 touchdowns, seven interceptions. Yeah. And think of the caliber of teams that they that they face yeah. so far and that he's still got a 21-7 to touchdown to, to interceptions ratio and the numbers the number of receivers that they have over 20 catches is mind-blowing right right so i'm not sure they've got a really good running back Hemby's is really good yeah like he i mean 
they don't crank them up enough. So that that's that good, part, that, that's good to know. That part that, yeah. that that on a day when they needed him because they got behind, he he only got fifteen carries. Sure. Yeah, and it shows up and in the just, numbers, yeah, right? Yeah. It shows up in the numbers. But they're talented. Um, the good thing about well, see, there's a different way you can look at it. So, like when we played Purdue last year, you knew they had Sheffield and Jones, primarily Jones, and then uh, you have Maccabi that kind of went berserk. So you're essentially getting up and preparing. And Jeff Brom did a really good job. You're gonna line them up over here, line them up over there, line them up over there. So it kind of always puts you in an anxiety. It could of where is he? Do we do we have a check? Is he here? Because my perception of DP is two yards out the hash, and you perceive it as he's right on the hash. And if we have a coverage based on where he's at, then you they can discombobulate you there, so it could be harder. When you have somebody that's an equal opportunity like a distributor, like uh, Talia is, is that we just got to play. Because you know what? I would take the mentality of it's coming my way every single time because – he is showing the ability. If you're open, he's gonna throw it to you, or throw it to the guy. So then, therefore, if you are on point with what you're doing, now granted, they do have a number one. But if you're on point, they can be almost easier to defend within realistic reason because you can just play your coverage versus, well, Austin over there is just processing the hamburger that he or a hot dog that he ate. Or he had too much. It was Gatorade. very good. Thank yeah. you for asking. And me and DP are over there are making a check to roll the coverage to, in this case, like I said, Jones. He didn't get it. And then on the backside of trips, he needs to be playing hard inside man because he's having late center of the field help. And we're trying to force everything high, long, and outside. Make them make a great play. Well, if he's playing regular, you know, let's say press bail technique, well, guess what happens? We're, we're cheating the safety over towards trips or to say like a number one guy. He gives up a slant. Next thing you know, by the time DP and me turn around, this dude's going full speed right down the middle of the field, touchdown, everybody's frustrated. So in the, when you can run it like your base coverages and be more basic in the sense of line up, play what you see, it, it could work out a little bit better. Yeah, I, I it's one of those things that for Nebraska – I still land on what is their best play to their best player. Like we like that in heading into into game number ten. There's still if there's a thing that you you're going to do in meaningful games in November in the Big Ten Conference, you have to be able to know what your best player is, who your best player is, and how often you need to get it to them to do all the other stuff that you want to do. Yeah, I think. The, the offensive line at times in high more than 50 percent they they block pretty well you got to tighten up a little bit on the edges and then tighten up when the edges are blocked well with the offensive line where you want to hit the play you, and so so do you, you think they know that though I'm sure they there he is there he is yeah he's out here he's yeah, out he's here gay. we conversate he's I hear out you. here playing. yeah I yeah. hear you play yeah, you, yeah. you go. Austin can go to fan camp. Let let him let him have his moment. He was he was trying to get on air. He was on. It was he on there. He was auditioning yeah. for a show. He, <laughs> we didn't hear nothing he had to say. But Look at his buddy laughing. at Whatever him. he said, he said it. Like whatever. He, <laughs> it's just like yeah. You see, I I I find it interesting. That again, at five and four, if we had gone back to August, 
and said, okay, Huskers are going to be five and four. Maryland's going to be five and four. Are you in? Yeah, you like, like it. Are you That's in? why you got to have like right. a little, yeah, you got to. Like, are you in? Are you satisfied? Listen, you, you've, you're you five and four. Harburg's five and two. Right? Harburg is a starter. five and two. You just, right. Like, you have to. See, Strick and I had this discussion. Nebraska's five and two with Harburg. Far, Harburg's not five and well, two. No, but, so uh, many people uh, are giving him so much credit uh, for wins and so much blame and look, losses. Look, man, if you married to it, you married to it. That's your name. You five and two. It goes in the record book. You look at next to his name. He didn't make the rules. He didn't make the rules for what quarterbacks one loss records are. You start pitcher. Look, if you got an ERA at eight and your team score nine, you an all star. It don't re- <laughs> like listen. I don't blame me for 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 our team's success because I thought that was the most important thing. But if we said all those things in that Malachi Coleman's the starting wide receiver, we'd be like, huh? Word. Yeah. Word. Prochaska's back at left tackle. I, okay, Nebraska, five and four. Everything before this, everything before next Saturday, doesn't matter if you handle Saturday. If you don't handle Saturday, then you have to continually have the same discussions. They have a chance, again, against the team. Last time they faced Maryland, they ran them out their own building. Yeah. Right? Different. You know, That's we know they ain't going to have yeah. the same uniforms. We know they're not going to have to do have the same players. But you have a chance. And yeah, that's all yeah. anybody could want. Yeah, I mean, it's it, they're a tough team. I think Maryland's just, you know, they're going, to, they're in a tailspin. Where after that Ohio State loss, could have been a good time, didn't you? Yeah, <laughs> or, it, or it, is it, that good? Yeah, I think it's a good time. Uh, the uh, way that they played at Penn State is a good time. Okay. I don't know if you watch the Penn State. You play them at a good time. I think it's just you got to just get back and really focus in on the little details. And get it going, and just go play football. Like, I think sometimes you can get in your own head and start to be out there playing and thinking at the same time, and you just need to go play. You know, play what you see, and go play, and do it. And every practice rep, every meeting rep, every minute that you're in the weight room or in the training table is fourth and one. You can. I think if you. I think if you take that mentality, you do it. You'll be just fine. This is such a fifty-fifty ball. This game. Yeah. It's, it, it's a. 50. I mean, Nebraska controls their destiny, which is easy, but then it puts a lot of pressure on yourself. Don't play so tight that you're afraid to make a mistake because all fumbles aren't created equally. Like, for instance, I go. Me and me and Nick called a great game on Friday of Lincoln East up at Elkhorn South. Dash Bauman is a dude. He had been running through them, like. Dookie through a tin can, as, as I say, right? Mm-hmm. He had been running through them to the to the point that a little cornerback was diving. Just to, I, I I said he was diving to look good on tape. Just barely touched the ball as Dash Bowman was breaking and dragging their defensive line. Fumble. It had nothing to do with ball technique. He didn't punch it out. It wasn't something that they had done beforehand. It was a it was a good play. Lucky circumstances versus you're out there running and boop, just drop the ball, or I have bad ball technique, or you know, um, or something like that. So it's all not like created equal, and so you have to make sure that you really look at it all, evaluate it, and then also look at what 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 really caused it. Okay, well if 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 you're 
quarterback sometimes doesn't play good with stuff in your face. We got to really eliminate direct access, and that could be out on the edges, nothing on the on the line. So you got to do some. You got to look at. You know, you spend a lot of time looking at everything, and then you go, okay, this is what we do, and then something else pops up. So really just go out there and play football. One foot in front of the other and try to make the play, this play the play. Every play is do the play. Do what we yeah. practice. And do, do what you need to do. Practice. And it's like, hey, you know, at the end of the day, once you make a decision, make it 1,000%. Don't make the decision as thinking, what if I miss him? It's like, it's like shooting a three. If you really step through and go through your emotion of shooting a three and you're shooting to make it, you're going to make it most times, right? If you go through it, it's like Austin. Right. If, I did. If, if, you, if we kick out a shot to you, Austin, and you're like, well, my feet are right next to each other, but I'm open. So I guess, you know what? I got to shoot it because the dude up in the stands thinks I should shoot it. You ain't making it. And if you do make it, it's luck. So no offense, Austin. So I think. I take a rhythm dribble, reset my feet, and then I go up with it. Right. You're, but you're shooting to make it. Right, so I think if you just go out there and play football, you'd just be just fine. So, um, luckily for Nebraska, the dynamics in the Big Ten West didn't change, but ultimately the Big Ten West has to deal with this weekend. So, um, we're going to go to break, come back, and just talk about the landscape of the Big Ten. Michigan is a big factor in it, both by their play, which seems like they just keep on, you know, keep on ticking, but then also by, I guess, was their off the field <laughs> issue. Or issues, but the main one, um, and how, what could happen down the road. I want to get you guys to think about this. What do you think the reaction would be if possibly it was said, we're not going to touch this until the season is done? Both, in, and I'm going to say internally, through the other 13 teams, and possibly Washington, Oregon, let's say Bama, Georgia, Florida State. What, what do you guys think? Think about that, and we're going to talk about it after the break. Watch Old School Live on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. Old School with DP and J on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus. You can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. 